hit breakfast. Miss something or want to hear it again? Get the catch up with Herbie and Dane at hit.com.au. The big topics with big answers from toddlers. Herbie and Dane's talking topics with toddlers. Good morning, Abby. Good morning. Good morning, Hayan. Good morning. Abby, can you run? Yes. How fast can you run? So fast. Now, Hayan, do you like to run? Yes. Where do you run to? To my mum's house and I go super 100 degrees so fast. Abby, what colour shoes should I wear to run fast, do you think? Pink. What's the best thing I should eat beforehand, Hayan? Sushi? <laughs> Red fries. Abby, what do you think I should eat before I run? Fruit. What fruits? Pear. Apple. Who's going to win in a running race, Abby? You, Hayan, or Dane? Dane. And Hayan, who do you think's going to win? Um, both of you. Good morning, Jace. Good morning. Jace, do you run? No, I play kicking up to the sky when I kick the ball up very high. So you're not a runner then? No, I kick it all of the way up to the sky with my big shoes to kick. A footy player? No, the biggest in the, the clouds. So when you kick the ball, how do you go to get it again? Do you walk or do you run there to fetch it? No, I, I'll run and then kick it very high over the fence. How fast can you run? Um, 60 million of hundreds, I'll show you. Wow. And Jace, what shoes are the fastest shoes to run in? Um, these shoes because you see those white things that says very fast running. Jace, I've got to run a long way on Saturday, over 40 kilometres. So what do you think I should eat to keep my energy levels up? Um, some cupcakes, uh, some ice cream. Okay. Who do you think's going to win in a running race? You or Dane? I don't know. Maybe, maybe my mum. Good morning, Adfit. Good morning. Good morning, Billy. Good morning. Billy, do you like to run? How far can you run? All the way back and all the way back to our house. Wow. And do you run the whole way or do you walk a little bit too? I run all the way. Can you run, Adfit? Um, yeah, I can run fast and run all the two and far away. How fast do you run? Super fast. If you two were to have a race, Billy versus Adfit, Billy, who do you think would win? Me! Adfit, who do you think would win? Billy. <laughs> Why would Billy win? Walk up, walking, and I always won too. But I will win, and mum and dad cannot catch up to me. Dane on the weekend, he's going to run 42.2 kilometres. Do you reckon he's going to be able to do it? Yes. Do you reckon Adfit? Yes. And what food should he eat beforehand so he can run that distance? Watermelon and apple. You're already going to beat Adfit. Would you beat Dane in the running race? Yes. Why do you think you'd beat me? My legs are twice as long as yours. It doesn't matter. <laughs> now, we all go through school at one stage in our lives where you finish. Well, that's each to their own. I've been out of school now ooh, eight years. Yep. You? 19 years. And things change in those in that time. Hell it seems yes. like, a, like a lifetime ago mm-hmm. that you were there. But there's some things that never change with schools. And I think the key thing, yes, learning, yep. <laughs> but the other thing, 
is your lunches. So oh. you got your recess, your lunchtime, or your, your little lunch, your big lunch. Little lunch and big lunch, yeah. Whichever way you call it, it was a highlight of everyone's day, I reckon. I absolutely love lunchtime, mm-hmm. and especially during high school, though, it was a bit trickier because I had a 45-minute train ride into high school every day, so my lunch would often get eaten before yeah. I even got to school, so then yeah. I was in all sorts of trouble. See, I used to love little lunch because that's when I'd have my treats. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah and then I'd off. have the, the fruit and the more savoury dish at lunchtime. Pam and Wasn't cheese as good. But then when I did get to high school, I started being a bit more creative because I was doing my lunches. Yep. And this is something that I want to talk about. When you did your own yeah. lunches. Yeah, when right. did you, you – you're, oh, you're a mama's boy, so yeah. this is going to be interesting. Through primary school, did your mum do your lunch? Yeah, definitely definitely through primary school. High school, what happened there? She I think she still lunch. did a lunch, yeah. Because when you finished school and you were at work? Mum's still doing my lunches. <laughs> no, um, I get my own lunches now. Oh, she probably... I hope so. Your mum doesn't live here. <laughs> doesn't she? No. She sends it down to me, uh, express post from Brisbane. I think probably, you know what, this is going to sound terrible. Year 10 is probably when I started doing my own lunches, yeah. which is not, not good, but I was looked after, so I liked it. Yeah. I mean, you weren't going to fight it. No, exactly not. If someone's now, making your lunch, you're going to take it, aren't you? In my life, it was a bit different because I've got four brothers. Yes. It was quite chaotic trying to get lunches done. Mum did do them, and then I will never forget, I was probably in year five. Okay. And mum came out of her room one morning and she just yelled at all of us and said, that's it, I've retired. And we were confused going, what have you retired for? Yeah. She said, I've retired from doing lunches. Wow. <laughs> she had it. She'd thrown in the towel. And you know the- what? Fair enough. Because there was five of you. Did you all get the same thing in your lunchboxes? So it was like yeah, a it was pretty similar. I mean, yeah. you might change a sandwich up. Someone yeah. might go peanut butter. Someone okay. might do a veggie mite. But for my poor youngest brother, Liam, gosh, he didn't have any hope because he wasn't at school yet. <laughs> so when it, it came to him doing his lunches, he would murder a sandwich because he couldn't spread the butter. Oh, okay. The holes that were through it, oh, it wasn't no. pretty. So I ended up taking over and doing okay. a lot of the lunches. That's very nice of you. And it is an interesting thing and what I want to talk about this morning because a paediatrician has actually come out and told mums and dads from his suggestion, his name's Dr. Damon Corb, mm. that he believes kids should stop packing their lunch or should start packing their lunch at the age of eight. So parents should stop doing it and kids should start doing it for themselves at the age of eight because it will help develop their independence and planning skills from an early age. What's that? That's year three. Mm. Around year three. That's too young. No, I think it's great. So what he says, it requires planning and requires problem solving. It stops uh, kids from when they get to school. I don't like what's in my lunch. Well, if you packed it. Yep, okay. The fault's on you. You can't blame anyone else. Yes. I think this is a good thing. The younger, the better. But you go to school for problem solving and planning, so that's taken care of from but the But it's those life three. skills. It's it's like when you get a job, things you don't realise, you know, money and everything that you're not going to learn at school. You learn those life skills when you get your first job. Mm. I think this is another thing that teaches you how to do things in life that will help you, dare I say it, sometimes more than how a book will. Interesting stuff. I disagree. I think that's too young. I think if you're old enough to have a key and let yourself in your house at home, I think then you're old enough to pack your own lunch. So I reckon about, I wasn't given a key to my own home. I wasn't allowed to go home by myself till year seven and I was 12. I think from 12, high school, that's when you should be packing your own lunch, not Ooh. in primary school. We're going to throw it out to you guys this morning. What do you believe should kids have to start making their own lunch once they turn eight? You can get involved now or on our hit Facebook page. Emily has said, my children made 80% of their lunches by halfway through kindergarten, 100% at the beginning of year one. What? That's, what are they packing? Surely a kindergarten would be able to make a sandwich. You know what you want to eat. 
And if it's available, just put it in. Raylena said, the day my kids stopped eating what I packed them was the day I, they started packing their own. That's fair. I like that Which one, is Aileen. very, very uh, smart. And Susie said, I had to pack my own lunch from the age of eight. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had food in my bag to eat. Whoa, brutal. There are some harsh parents out there. Or smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. 13, 12, 16. Maddie, what age should kids make their own lunches? Oh, look, I think uh, 26 is a good age, maybe. <laughs> Maddie, are you 26? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so does your mum make your own lunch, your lunch still? Yeah, mum makes my lunch. Um, I moved back home about two years or oh, about a year ago, and I think she just feels sorry for me. So, yeah, she makes my lunch in the morning, which is uh, pretty good. Pretty good for me. Can you request certain items for your lunchbox, tiny teddies, roll-ups, that type of thing? Yeah, I've got tiny teddies today, which is which oh. good. Um, but yeah, no, she usually does a sandwich, and if I yeah, I just I, if I don't like it, I don't really say anything, obviously, because um, did <laughs> uh, she? Because she might stop. When you were at home before, when you're at school, did she make it for you then, or did she stop at an early age? Yeah, nah, she made my lunch all she the time. Like an angel. <laughs> Do you swap yeah, I'm, items? I'm one, of four. I'm one of four, so she's she's still making lunches. So. For all four of you? Yep, four of oh. us. Are you the oldest? <laughs> Yes, I'm the oldest, and my brother's the youngest, and so he he still gets it too, which is good. Is he at school, or are you all out of school? Um, Charlie's still in school. He's uh, 15. That's why you're still getting tiny titties in your lunchbox, (laughs) Maddie. Well, you beat me. (laughs) Thanks, Maddie. Thanks, dude. See ya. Get the hit app to catch up online anytime. Four sleeps away. Cannot wait. Connolly Park, the Wagga Wagga Relay for Life, and joining us right now from the Cancer Council in New South Wales, we have Linda Hoey. Good morning. Good morning. And also Alan Potty from the uh, um, committee. How are you, mate? I'm going to say chairman committee. I've got three different words in my head at once. It's all good. How are we feeling this morning, guys? Excited. Excited. So am I. It's Relay Week. (laughs) It's happening. Now, it is a crazy week for you guys, I know, and for teams that have registered. If they want some more information, you do have a team info night. Yes, we do have our third and final team information night coming up at Connolly Park tomorrow night so we can get a full visual of what's going to happen across the weekend, which is exciting. And then also, major raffles we need to talk about now because they do get drawn this weekend. They do. Yes, they get drawn on the morning. Last thing, in fact. Yes. Closing ceremony <laughs> at 9.30 on Sunday morning. That's the drum roll. You don't have to be there to get it, of course, but uh, that's when it's being done. So tickets are being sold right through the day Saturday and Saturday night with teams. So it's it's all on. So first prize for the major raffle this year, we have a $2,500 savings account, oh, thanks to Beyond Bank. That is so good. So you can spend $2 and invest in two and a half. <laughs> Not a bad way. Second prize, flights and accommodation for two to Sydney or Melbourne, thanks to Rex Airlines and Choice Hotels. Third prize, a gym membership, thanks to Club Lime. Uh, fourth prize, a photography s- a session with uh, thanks to Peppermint Studios to the value of $250. And fifth prize, the all-important Weber Family Barbecue, thanks to Wagga Caravan Centre. Those prizes are incredible. So good. Crazy mm-hmm. stuff. I do remember last year, though, I was um, reading out who won. I couldn't read some of the names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, I it's got an it. interesting thing. <laughs> I was saying it, and then someone would come and check. Oh, Kev's, you've really stuffed that. That's, that's actually really, like, really pressure on that Sunday morning. Try and write clear, <laughs> everyone. Some, yeah, some of the writing is, is interesting. Yeah. Hey, Alan, tell us a bit about the day, though, because it all it all kicks off at 10 a.m., and it's a very special start to the day as well. Yeah, kick off to the day, uh, we have an opening ceremony led by the survivors and carers. So this uh, year, the prostate cancer group, the Walker group, is uh, heading that off, and the oath being... Uh, read by Kerry Gill and we commence that initial lap which starts the 24 hours of walking. So that's that's a special, always special event and quite uh, it's an emotional start to the day too. It's just that every, everything's in gear and then we are away. 
and then Linda, it all kicks off. There's entertainment. There's non-stop action. It doesn't non-stop. stop. Action for doesn't stop. <laughs> the second opening starts, we as a committee are just on the go. Headless <laughs> chooks. It's so good. Similar. So we have got an amazing lineup of entertainment on the main stage again this year, and we have to really thank our entertainment lineup because they are all volunteering their time to come and play for everyone who's walking around and around that uh, that field. We have got uh, Daniel Casella in Showdown Boom back with oh. the game oh, show. Go. He's Look good. So mm. Very good. Com- competition has already started amongst <laughs> the teams, which is very exciting. Um, we then kick it into around lunchtime. We do have the all important Miss Relay. <laughs> this one's fun. Which is an interesting <laughs> concept. Yes. Um, so, males, get your dresses ready, your heels ready, your earrings ready. We'll be calling for you at around 10 to 1 <laughs> Saturday afternoon. Um, and we've also then got our mascot race, which is another big um, sort of winning, winning activity. Um, people actually get dressed up for the, in their mascots about an hour or two, too early. Um, <laughs> last year we went down to the wire. We had to yeah. go to a photo. Yeah, the oh, photo wow. finish. You don't hear that yes. stuff in real life. You do yeah. this year. We may have to invest in a little camera or something because if it happens again, it was controversial. It was year. very. It was very. <laughs> and events like this wouldn't be possible without heaps of sponsors, Linda, as well. No, exactly. So massive thank you to our, our major spon- our major sponsor for Wagarilla being the RSL Club and Commercial Club. Um, also thanks to Hit and Triple M as well for your um, sort of help with the marketing side of things, guys. So thank you. Um, and also Transgood have also come on board this year and helped out as well um, as a major sponsor. So um, there's so many other sponsors in that, so many other people we have to thank. Um, also just want to shout out to the uh, volunteer committee who have been working tirelessly for another 12 months to bring it all together. Um, but yeah, we're, we're ready to go. Um, it's never too late to register. Come on down to the field on um, Saturday, check it out, get registered, do some laps and let's bring Relay home. Exactly right. Cannot wait. I'm excited as well. I'll be running a marathon throughout the yes. entire day. Hopefully I'll be finished before the 24 hours. Hopefully not the entire <laughs> yes. day. But... You have got 24-hour timelines. I so. know. You might, <laughs> right. might have to drag you otherwise. Yeah, exactly. You're right behind a golf cart yeah. or something like that. I'll get the laps in for sure. <laughs> Alan Potty, mate, thank you so much for coming. Linda Howie as well. Cannot wait to see you both on Saturday morning. Wagga Wagga Relay for Life is happening on Saturday. Hit Breakfast with Herbie and Dane. Hit Breakfast on Hit 93.1. Hit breakfast.